You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. When the red light goes... Take two. When the red light goes off, we're just getting started. This is Off Air with Chris Thomas and Steven Gagliano. Giving you a look behind the scenes of Atlanta's top sports station. As we take you through the top stories of the week from the world of sports and entertainment. Welcome to Off Air. All right. Welcome, welcome, welcome on in. It's a very, very, very special episode of Blossom. And by that, I mean the off-air podcast. I am Chris Thomas, joined, as always, by my fellow 92.9 The Game producer, Stephen Gagliano. Uh, this is a podcast full of emotions, breaking news, multiple announcements to make during the course of the next few minutes that you spend with us here on off-air. Um, we'll get to that in just a second, but before we do... Steve, how was your Thanksgiving? How was a couple days off? Did you enjoy? I did enjoy. It was a, a nice Thanksgiving day. That was my uh, that was my lone day off around the holiday period, like we talked about on the last episode of kind of what it's like to be in sports radio around the holidays. Uh, had a good time. We went out to a a family farm. It's not like my family, but my stepdad's family. They have a farm. They have you know a million donkeys and horses and cows and puppies and all that kind of stuff so it was a great day uh for thanksgiving out there and then the rest was watching Ole Miss lose the egg bowl which was not fun uh a lot more football over the weekend that I could kind of kick back and watch some of it up at the office and the Falcons lost in devastating fashion because of course they did uh so yeah only heart attack games for the rest of the season I told you only heart attack games yeah, so a good weekend. Uh, how was your trip home? First time back in, in New Jersey in a while. Well, yeah, yes, before we get to that. So you do botanical gardens for Halloween, and then you do Thanksgiving on a farm. You're, you're a rare breed there, my man. I can't wait Steve. to see what's in the cards for Christmas. Yeah, uh, Chris, Christmas from the moon with Steve Gagliano. <laughs> uh, no, it was good. Uh, unfortunately, my grandma got covid so I didn't oh, get to no. see I didn't get to see her, but I got to see everybody else, and we had a good time. Uh, saw my dad's side of the family on uh, Thanksgiving night. Saw my mom's side of the family on Saturday night. Uh, it was great to catch up with everybody. Me and my dad spent a bunch of time together. Just stuff that we like to do. Went to a comic book store. Uh, we went to Barnes and Nobles, which still exists apparently. We saw not one, but two movies. We saw Black Adam and Black Panther, Wakanda Forever. Uh, Black Adam was okay. Uh, and Wakanda Forever uh, was also okay, but they really did a nice job uh, at the beginning and the end paying tribute to uh, Chadwick Boseman. So, yeah, it was a good trip all in all and uh, rested and recharged and uh, ready to go, except for the fact that I will never be traveling on a holiday before or after day ever again. Everything was good. Everything was fine. There were no delays. Flight was fine. Um, sat next to a 
young aspiring broadcast student from the University of Auburn. Shout out to her. She was wearing a Jets uh, sweatshirt, so we got into a conversation about that and then about how she was going to Auburn to try to become the next great sportscaster. So I told her about what, what we do here and we had a, some words of wisdom. Yeah, we had a very nice conversation. She was uh, very lovely. You know, it's always a roll of the dice. You get somebody on a plane who you're sitting next to and uh, lucked out. Somebody who wants to do exactly what we're doing now. So, so that was good. Get off the plane, go to get an Uber home, and can't get an Uber. Uh, standing there, standing there, standing there. You're next in line, you're next in line, you're next in line. Finally get the notification that my Uber is arriving. Two seconds later, it says, how was your trip with so-and-so? Rate your trip. And he did some scam act where he never came, and he somehow finagled the app to get to charge me. So now, so then I had to, yeah, so then I had to, Wait and wait and wait, and I legit couldn't get an Uber. The the way I got home last night was there was a guy that drove up and said, hey, do you need a ride? Uh, I have Lyft. Just get in the back and punch your thing into my phone, and we'll be off. So that's what I did. So he was my I'm savior. glad you made it home, but don't try that at home, kids, for all yeah. of you out there listening. If somebody yeah. says, do you need a ride? Usually don't jump I, into the car. But I was I was desperate. It was, yeah. 11, it was 11 o'clock at night. I was delirious. Oh. I just wanted to get back home. He's, I, I gave him the quick, uh, to steal a phrase from It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia, I gave him an ocular pat down, and he passed the initial vibe check. And everything was fine. He was a really nice guy. He had a nice suit on. He looked the part. He dressed the part. Uh, ride was smooth. So that was my adventurous trip back home. Um, but, yeah, all in all, everything was good. Did you, uh, did you fly into Newark when you go back? Yeah. Flew, okay. flew into Newark. I was going to say, do they have, like, the long line of cabs? I'm actually going to New York this weekend. We're flying into LaGuardia. I know they always have the long line of taxis just kind of, you know, ready to go if you can't get an Uber or – but. Maybe that late at night, it's not as uh, readily available. You know, it's a good question. I don't know. I've only flown into Newark maybe two or three times in my entire life, and uh, I never had to worry about it, thankfully. Last night was one of the first times I ever had to worry about something like that. Uh, it don't, don't be dumb like me, folks, and travel <laughs> back on the, on the Sunday after Thanksgiving, getting back at the same time as literally everybody else. All right, so here we go. Steve, I believe you have an announcement to make, so let's uh, let's get the onions out and let's get right to it. Yes, all right. Well, this will be my final episode of the Off-Air Podcast. This will not, be the, last <laughs> this will not be the last episode, I should say, right off the top, but this will be the last time potentially that you see me on here who knows maybe i come back as a guest spot if uh you know you guys ever want to bring me back as a, a seasoned veteran of the off-air podcast and we've been able to to kind of get this thing off the ground but i am doing a little bit of a i won't play the sounder but a little bit of a transition uh career-wise for myself i am actually leaving to accept a communications position with georgia tech so 
right here in town still. Our, our 92.9 The Game studio is right in Midtown, conveniently right where campus is. So I'll be a stone's throw away if, uh, you know, if I ever need to be around and I'll want to keep in touch with everybody from around the office. It's been, you know, uh, about a year and a year and two months or so since I started here. Uh, it's been an incredible experience coming back home to my hometown here in Atlanta to work in sports radio, something that I've kind of pursued ever since I graduated from Ole Miss in 2016 now, uh, which is longer ago than I'd like to admit. But I was able to do radio in Mississippi for about five years after that. I was able to do a year here in Atlanta. And, you know, sometimes when a, uh, when a new career path and a new opportunity comes knocking, I, uh, it felt like the right time to, uh, to kind of take something for a lot of different reasons. But, you know, one of them, I guess, being what we talked about last week, just the, the kind of grind that it takes to, to get to the top in this business. And I absolutely applaud everybody that, uh, that I've worked with over the past year, yourself especially, um, that are continuing to be in it and to find success in it because it is, it is not easy, as I'm sure you told that, uh, that nice young lady that's headed to Auburn who is not hiring Lane Kiffin, by the way. So take that girl that Chris sat next to on the plane. Um, I would, I'd continue to recommend this career path to, to anybody that is interested in sports and in, is interested in media because there are so many rewarding things about it. And while it is incredibly challenging, there are, you know, there are milestones along the way that you hit and it, uh, it makes the journey absolutely worth it. Um, but for me, this was a, uh, an opportunity that came up and it came together pretty quickly. Uh, but I couldn't, uh, I couldn't pass it up knowing what it, uh, would open up for me in my personal life with my family, with my wife and all that kind of stuff. And I'm looking forward to it, but I leave behind a, uh, a hell of a career in sports radio, something that I've immensely enjoyed and I'll go back to being a, uh, a fan and a uh, whatever the term is, a, a P1 listener, and I'll be contributing to the ratings books on the other side. Now, with this announcement, do you foresee that this will close the chapter on pursuing a gig in sports media or sports radio, or do you think that uh, the, the bug may come itching and scratching for you again at some point? I think it, I think it will. I, you know, I, I think that, it's not really an industry that you fully just like leave and you're done with it forever being something that, you know, I've been so passionate about and it's, you know, what I've known for the last, like I said, six, seven years or so um, ever since I, I interned up in New York city at Sirius XM actually, and kind of really decided like, okay, this is something that I, I think I can do this. I feel like this is something I can pursue. So, you know, there's, especially in today's day and age, there's a million opportunities out there. And so after I kind of, you know, get my feet under me at my new job and understand what my, uh, what my role is over there, I think, you know, with the amount of podcasts and the amount of just digital media, as I stop Butterfinger from playing with Christmas ornaments on our tree, um, <laughs> you know, there's so many things out there that hopefully I can, I can kind of dip my toe back into, you know, when, when the right time comes and when the right opportunity comes. So 
again, maybe uh, maybe someday I end up back here on the Off Air podcast. Who knows? Well, well, we'll keep your seat warm for you. So what what were some of the, the highlights for you? For those out there listening in media, what were some of the cooler things you got to do as a broadcaster? So I think, you know, it, it starts obviously just with the – the first show that I did was – in Jackson, Mississippi, it was a Sunday morning show for two hours. I was the producer slash co-host of it. And that first kind of week leading up to it and a couple weeks leading up to it as we were mapping out the show, it was, okay, I've always watched sports because I, you know, really enjoy them. That was the first time that I really got to sit down and be like, okay, this is my job. I need to sit here. I need to watch this for work. And it, it was a very unique thing to tell people that. And people are, you know, kind of mystified by that at times when you, when you tell them that that's what you do. Um, and then, you know, just the places that this job can take you. I, uh, I did a high school show in Mississippi. I worked on the, the 92.9 The Game High School scoreboard show here over the last year. And the opening, you know, week of the season this year for the Corky Kell Classic it was at Mercedes-Benz Stadium. And, you know, one day you're producing in a studio and you're doing overnights when you first start. And then next thing you know, you're you're broadcasting and doing the halftime and post-game shows from, you know, the booth at Mercedes-Benz Stadium. And you're looking down on this incredible venue and watching some of the best players in the state, uh, you know, and people are hearing you and getting feedback on things like that is is really remarkable. And, you know, when our, we have our our 10-year anniversary party a few weeks ago, here I was, I, you know, I was there. I figure I, nobody knows who I am. I don't, I'm not the most visible person around the station. And somebody, you know, came up to me and asked what my name was. And I told them and they were like, oh, wow, you know, I hear you all the time on updates and I see your articles. And so just knowing that while we are speaking into a microphone, we are talking to, you know, the audience and the audience really reciprocates that with with you know kind of giving that love right back to us and that's something that you rarely get in you don't get that in a sales job you don't get that in you know a million other career fields out there where you're making an instant connection with the community that's all around you so you know that those are really the highlights for me of knowing that uh, that even in a, a very small way whether it was an update I did or something mildly clever that I said working as a producer um, on, you know, one of the, I, I think I worked on every single show over the last year. Mm. Um, that's kind of the highlight for me. Now this is, this is, I think it's an interesting question anyway, but who, who am I, but a lowly podcaster. Will you take any kind of a break from sports? Not in the sense that I will, you know, disassociate completely. Um, you know, will I sit on a Tuesday night and maybe watch, you know, Hawks, Kings or Hawks, whoever they play next, you know, that in that way, I might, um, as far as like on a red zone Sunday or now college football season's over. Um, but like when, you know, some of these random bowl games pop up on December 24th or 23rd, whatever at 11 o'clock. Am I going to be as locked into it as I would have been? Probably not, but I'll definitely still have it on. And, and sports have, it's, 
you know, it was my first love as a child. It's still something that I'm incredibly passionate about and interested in. So no, it, it won't be, you know, as if I'm going to stop working in sports radio and stop watching sports and get into, you know, wooden shipbuilding inside of a glass bottle or something like that. <laughs> I still need something to occupy most of my time and that'll, that'll be sports for, for the foreseeable future. So yes, unfortunately we are losing our, the, the, the rudder to our ship, Steven Gagliano. But, uh, as Steven said, the podcast will go on. Um, and the second big announcement that we are making on, on this episode is none other than the head honcho himself, Mike Conti, will be stepping in in Steven's place for the next few weeks to give you the inside, inside scoop into 92.9 The Game from the guy who makes the decisions himself. So if you want to know what's going on on this radio station, 92.9 The Game, this is the podcast for you. It already was, but especially over the next couple of weeks, Mike Conti's going to sit down and I'm going to get the chance to ask him about his career, what got him here, how he became the program director, what decisions he's made since taking over, what does he see for the future of the radio station? How will have I, I ruined his life by trying to redo the schedules without me on it? Well, I have a job in a year. These are all <laughs> questions that will be asked, so that, that should be really fun, and I'm sure uh, we'll try to do something where we get the listeners involved if they have any questions about the radio station. Steve, all right, give me some advice. How should I handle this? I'm going to be sitting down rapping with the big head honcho. I see. I don't want it to become James, James, uh, what's his name? James Lipton, James Lofton in the, uh, the, that Will Ferrell does the impression of on Saturday night live inside the actor's studio, where it's just me with some cue cards, asking him a bunch of questions. <laughs> I want to keep it conversational. So how do I handle this with our, with our uh, head honcho here? Yeah, I, I think you can, I think you're in a unique position to kind of offer your perspective as an employee, get his take on, you know, a similar situation, but as the boss, you know, how would you handle it? How did he end up handling it? What's, you know, certain things around the office that maybe he doesn't hear if he's, you know, he, he has a lot of meetings that he has to attend to that go into running a radio station in the top, uh, you know, seven or eight market like Atlanta is. So I think you're, you know, kind of more ears to the ground on certain things and you'll be able to, to relay that to him and get his honest reaction to things. And, you know, I think that's part of, you know, the crux of what we started this podcast for is kind of giving, you know, our listeners that inside look at our radio station because so much does happen in between commercial breaks and when shows aren't on the air and during the planning stages that don't quite make it on air. So I think bringing in the boss man to, to kind of help facilitate that is, is going to be a great, great move for this podcast. And yeah, like I said, uh, just keep it, uh, keep it PG when reacting to, to me leaving. I, I hope that there's not too much cursing of my name on here. So <laughs> I guess I'll have to listen and find out. Uh, you'll be you'll be you'll be sorely missed this has been an easy we've got this we got this thing down to a science at this point uh we've built up the podcast with all our little funny sounders and jingles and you know we we got the the segments down and we know what we want to talk about each week and we don't have to 
the good thing is, is we haven't had to even talk a lot about it. We just sort of say, all right, this is what we're going to talk about. We both do our own research. We both do our own sort of uh, narrative forming. And then we come here and we just, we just shoot the, the, you know what, for 30 to 45 minutes. And it's been really easy, but I know, uh, you know, working with Conti, he's a, he's a pro's pro. He's a, he's a broadcaster. Whereas me and you, we're just, we're just radio hacks. So exactly. You know, what is, I, uh, what does John Fricky call him? The man of many hats. So, uh, yes, Mike Conti adds another hat. Exactly. All right. Let's do one more fun HOFA before we get out of here. So as, as you all may know, the world cup is going on right now and the U S is actually doing pretty well. Uh, the draw with England was, uh, it's a draw that feels like a win. We've talked about that on this podcast before. There are wins that feel like losses, losses that feel like wins, and this is a draw that feels like a win. Um, what's not a win is when you ask a bunch of people who speak the Queen's English to try to imitate Americanisms, and this is what that sounded like on Fox. Uh, we got a soccer ball game. Captain America, Pulisic, the LeBron James of soccer. Can I get a hot dog? Fight! and win hey guys i'm so excited about the usa and i am so excited about england London. come on seattle hi guys how we doing have you guys got your flights booked because you're going down oh boy um (laughs) i don't know if i've ever heard some brits try to do americanisms before in american accents i know I know we do it a lot here in America, but to hear the tides turned, uh, ouch, Steve. Yeah, I, I feel like British people are worse at doing American accents than Americans are at doing British accents. The one woman that said, do you want a hot dog? That, made my that was skin, terrible. That made my skin crawl. The lady who asked about the flights, I think, that one wasn't horrible. I don't know why she was asking that question of all the things to imitate about Americans. But that one was, I think, one of the better actual, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? The better sounding American accents. Now, I I don't know if you're going to agree with me on this. And I have no explanation for it other than a feeling. But I have a feeling if if we did that, we'd get shamed on for it. Whereas if they do it, it's okay. And I don't know why that is, but that's just like how my gut interprets it. Like, I feel like I want to sit here and go through a bunch of different British phrases with you, but I I don't want to get canceled. And I feel like that's, that would be the reaction to some of it. I did called into the aforementioned Mike Conti's office and he'd be like, Hey Chris, can you not be an idiot and imitate other cultures (laughs) on your podcast? But, but why are they allowed to do it to us? I don't understand. I think a lot of things go that way. I, I think a lot of other like countries get to just make fun of America and take shots at us with, you know, without repercussions. And then, like you said, I think if we, you know, if we do the same thing, it's uh, like with a lot of countries food, like if you make fun of another country's food, I think, you know, it's, wow, how can you disrespect their culture or whatever? Yet, if I say, like, oh, I want, like, a double cheeseburger and french fries, everybody says, oh, you Americans and your greasy, gross, you know, burgers yeah. and all that. Like, just let me eat my burger in peace, man. 
but you know the british they get to have their fish and chips down at the pub and nobody says a darn thing so yeah exactly hey you slipped you slipped one past the goalie there <laughs> exactly but nice soccer, cup reference yeah yeah soccer soccer pun intended uh yeah it's interesting that was i thought i just thought that was funny because it's like that's that's what they think of our culture like i'm surprised nobody i was waiting for the reference to like a Kardashian or Justin Bieber or, you know, family guy or something like that. Like America's main exports. Yeah. I'm surprised. I'm surprised nobody went in that direction. It's just, it, it's just one of those things where I think, you know what I really think it is. I think it's like, we can't punch down sort of yeah. a thing to, to other, to other nations. Uh, <laughs> Cause there's not too many nations in the world. If any that rival the U S uh, especially when it comes to like, media and media exports and media outlets and things like that um you know when it comes to hollywood movies and all that kind of stuff you know we're we're sort of king of the castle there so when you get involved in that sort of stuff um i think americans trying to punch down to the competition feels a little uh a little unnecessary and would just be a slight on a culture that we know that uh America's number one. Anyway, USA, USA. Yeah. All right, where's, Steve, uh, where's your where's your interest level been at with the World Cup so far? Uh zero. Okay. If they make it to a point uh, where like it matters, then I'll hop on the bandwagon. Yeah. Um, so with it, with this episode coming out uh, today being Tuesday, uh, USA Iran for uh, for a chance, for chance to go on to advance. To 16, yeah. I guess my my thing is like I watched it. The other day I watched the, the match with England and like there were a few exciting moments and all that, but I was talking to, to Garrett, Garrett Chapman. Uh, the other day we kind of passed by each other on the way in and out of the studio. And I said, I was like, I watched 94 minutes or however many it ended up being of what was supposedly the most hyped, you know, soccer match for America and God knows how long. And I was more entertained by eight and three Florida State taking on six and five Florida, you know, later that night. Exactly. And like, <laughs> that's the thing with soccer is like, as interesting as it can get, I'm always going to be more interested in literally anything else that captures the American audience. Yeah. And I have no, I have no problem with the people that jump on the bandwagon every four years. Somebody's got to support the, the country. Right. And I just, it, for me, it's just not appointment viewing. I, I I don't know or relate to any of the players on either side. I know a handful of international players throughout the world, U.S. included. It's just there's no there's no draw. I mean the the, the patriotism and the nationalism comes in when it you get to like the medal round, and that's that's pretty much it for me. But uh, you know, if if face painting uh, soccer hooligan activities yet, but no, maybe you'll get. No, no, although there's plenty of places on my walk to work every day that I pass that you could go to for those types of shenanigans. So maybe I'll take it, drink in all that atmosphere. There you go. Along with many, many beers. Um, <laughs> That's right. one way to get into anything. Just drink as yeah, many beers get, as you just, possibly can. Just get that drunk. That builds a sense of camaraderie. Yeah, just, just get drunk. It solves everything. All right, I left you a couple minutes here on the back end. Just uh, a parting thought or two for you as you – exit uh this this is not only a goodbye to 
uh, the podcast, but for anyone listening, you know, you'll say your personal goodbyes uh, over the next couple of days to all our fellow employees, but for the listenership at large, uh, whoever listens to this, you know, just whatever you want to say about your, your time here and uh, whatever's on your mind. Yeah, uh, that, that is a, a loaded question. Um, and like I mentioned earlier, just knowing that, that we are talking, sometimes it's so easy to, to kind of get caught up in the work part of it and to, to make sure we have the right content and we have the right, you know, imaging. And whether it's for this podcast or for a radio show, that sometimes you can forget, you know, that you're talking to the audience. And uh, I, I, with my last few minutes here, I do just want to thank everybody that's listened to me, that's, you know, kind of helped me along the way I've had you know so many people obviously my family they've uh, my dad especially he listens to pretty much everything I do he, he listens to everything he reads everything every update that I do he texts me after each one you know to to mention something that I brought up in it or uh, my brother I know listens heavily to the off-air podcast so shout out to him uh, but really just the audience in general um, thank you it, sports media would not be as big as it is if there wasn't that passionate, you know, fan base out there. And here in Atlanta, people can say whatever they want about it being a, you know, a transplant city. And that, that argument is so tired. I think just watch any of these Falcons games and listen to our station after and hear the passion that comes through uh, watching the Braves go through their run the Hawks, you know, they're they're struggling through it here a little bit early, including last night, which was a, another bad loss. But the passion is there from this city. I've felt it in the year that I've been in media here. I felt it growing up here. You know, I was I moved here when I was three years old, and I've been a sports fan here, especially a Braves fan ever since. And I watched uh, I watched the Braves go through the World Series run uh, from my apartment in Jackson, Mississippi, and as that happened, I never would have predicted that I would get a phone call or an, e an email from our, our former boss, Sean Thompson, uh, at that time to offer me a chance to, to come back to my hometown to, to work in the industry that I, I've pursued ever since I graduated, uh, like I mentioned here. So just getting to come here, meet so many incredible people, work under Sean for a little while, and then Mike, of course, who's taken up the mantle and done an incredible job of managing just the, the number of, of wild personalities that we have and the challenges that come with this business. Um, he's been incredibly helpful to me and explaining to him that I was leaving was incredibly difficult um, to you for offering me, you know, the chance to jump in on this podcast when it, uh, when it came up, neither of us were a hundred percent sure of the, the kind of form that it would take. Uh, but really ever since the first episode, like you said, it, it's been so easy to just kind of hit the record button and just start going. I uh, There's very few, you know, people in this industry, I think, where you can just find a natural chemistry with somebody. And I think we've managed to do that. Mm -hmm. uh, I hope that that's come through to the listeners. And I think it has based on, you know, how it's been trending. Uh, things like that make it incredibly hard to uh, to make the decision that I made to do this. But I think I make it in a good headspace with uh, with the right intentions. And like we talked about earlier, it's it's uh, it's not necessarily closing the book for good. And, you know, maybe an opportunity comes along in the future where uh, where I either jump back in to this station or 
you know, just to media in some form or fashion, but I'm, uh, I'm, you, you guys have a listener for life in me. That is, that is for sure. So thank you so much to everybody that's, uh, that's helped me out along the way in my sports media journey. And I, uh, I look forward to, to kind of being a fan along with all of you guys. Well, Steve, we will miss you dearly, my friend. I know me and you will certainly keep in touch off, off air. Uh, <laughs> yes. You know, off, off air. Yeah. You'll be, you'll be working right in my backyard. So when we see each other, it'll be uh, for, for pleasure instead of for work, which will be nice. Yes. Um, yeah. So this is, this is the game plan. Uh, we'll post this episode tomorrow. Uh, we will take, or I will take Wednesday off to game plan with Mike, get him up to speed. You got to show me some things on the back end of the production side. And then uh, we will start with Mike Conti, program director of 929 The Game, uh, next week. I believe next Monday we will record. And uh, that'll be a lot of fun. So stay tuned for all that and more. For Stephen Gagliano at Peeve Gagliano. Again, thank you so much for everything you've done for this podcast and the radio station. I am Chris Thomas, and you have been listening to the Off Air Podcast. <laughs>